0: So you'd be aware of um, echolabels, Everyone clear of the, the echolabelling sort of space. I particularly just wanted to point out in this, the, the three different types, the type one, which are the pass-fail, so you set a benchmark, uh, and if you achieve the benchmark, well, then you get the tick. If you don't, you don't. The, the good thing about these schemes these days, compared to 20 years ago, is that they're based on, that the criteria that you need to pass are based on life cycle assessment, and it should be a, a relatively objective um, uh, assessment of what, what's environmentally important about a product. If anyone remembers the Green Dot scheme of the... It came and went so quickly, but the federal government launched 20 years ago, maybe? 15, 20 years ago? It sort of was arbitrarily awarded to things for a list of arbitrary properties. So I think recycled content gave you a Green Dot, um, a whole range of things, and so it, was, uh, it died a, uh, a very quick death. Um, obviously uh, carbon neutrality and greenhouse friendly is the government's carbon neutral label. Um, is becoming very, very popular very common. And it also requires, to get one of these labels, you need a life cycle assessment of your um, product or system. So if you want to be carbon neutral uh, through the government scheme, you actually have to go through an uh, international standard compliant life cycle assessment to actually quantify your greenhouse emissions from cradle to grave. Uh, and then you need to offset those with offsets, which have been through the same level of analysis from cradle to grave to show that they are um, credible offsets. Type 2 labels, self-declared labels, so dolphin-free tuna, phosphate-free detergents, tree-free toilet paper. Um, One that the Centre for Design did a few years ago for... um, uh, Fabric Manufacturer Lane Furnishings, they develop their own internal labelling scheme for their products. Not Because it was internal, you sort of, they can control really whatever they want to apply to that. They're not really making comments on competitors' products, although they are making comments on some of the, so I suppose the materials that are coming into, um, uh, into their assessment. And the third one is Environmental Declarations, which are essentially lifecycle assessment report cards. And these, very popular in Japan, Sweden and Italy, Um, they're sort of having a bit of a resurgence. They sort of came, you'll see there's a big pile of them in the sort of late, mid-late 90s and it's been fairly quiet and now there's a bit of a resurgence. So a lot of the, in an effort to work out as increasing a number of people environmental profile their product, how do you report that environmental profile into the marketplace? Um, ideally you use an environmental product declaration which gives a standardised format for a product category that says these are the things you should report, this is how they uh, should be structured, this is the sort of data you use so that people can actually pick up environmental product declarations from a range of uh, commodities and reasonably fairly compare them.